Welcome to the Cutaways Podcast. I'm Justine. I'm Ashley. We talk like this now. Yes. This is our season three wrap up episode. We're officially, you know, it took us. It's it's our podcast birthday. Well, our podcast birthday was last Saturday on the 14th. If you're listening to this as in the future. Yeah. That's the day that it comes out. We've also had Tom Hanks's birthday. I want to mention Thomas. Thomas Jefferson Hanks. Thomas Jefferson Hanks. We our birthday is in the same week. So that just seems so appropriate. Just like how Ashley and I, our birthday is the same week. The podcast birthday is the same week as Tom Hanks. Tom Hanks. That ha- did not. That was not planned either. It was not. Like we didn't. We didn't know. Happy accidents. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that's that's the subtitle of our podcast. Yeah. Happy, happy accidents. accidents. So we are this episode doing some question answering from our listeners and the wrap up of, you know, our our little like uh our special Stanley Donan uh, appreciation awards. Yep. <laughs> The Stanley Donan Awards. Yeah. To honor the 25 films that we have watched in the past year. He's still alive. Yeah. He's like... No, we've talked about this, how we're going to get him to direct something. Yeah, he's still alive, guys. I'm proud of him. Awesome. Are you ready for some questions, Ashley? I don't know. You were rubbing your hands together and doing like the the finger thing. I saw it out of the corner of my eye. The sneaky, sneaky. Yeah. They're hard questions. They're hard questions? Yeah. I mean, they're going to require some thought. So this is going to be heavily edited to make us sound smart. smart. <laughs> like we know what we're doing. Because <laughs> we don't. Ding. We're just really good editors. That's the secret. Yeah, that is the secret. This is the behind the scenes <laughs> secrets. We're not really smart. We're just really good editors. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so we have two questions right off the bat from Diana from Happily Ever Aftermath podcast, who guested on our Princess Diaries episode and is a longtime Patreon patron of ours. Go Patreon. Go Diana. Uh, Diana. Uh, 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 yeah. Uh, uh, Hair flip. <laughs> Not sure everybody's going to get a song. Okay, her first question is, if you had the power, what movie would you wipe from your memory so that you can experience it all over again? I do want to just limit this to the movies we've watched in the past year. Uh, probably 10 Things I Hate About You. Ooh. Because I love that movie. Like, I know... Well, maybe not. Actually, I don't want to wipe my love from that for that movie again away. That's true. If you want to experience it all for the first time. Maybe, but I'm a cheerleader. But, you, but I had but the pleasure I of did, you experiencing yeah. it for the first time. Yeah. It's hard. This is a hard... See, I told you the questions are going to be hard. Why so hard? I kind of would also do, like, on the line because of how, like, ridiculous it was. Like, if I if I just experienced what we just experienced. Yeah. Oh, you know what? Hmm. I'm going to go with the brothers so that I could actively watch it with you again. Oh. And see if our love for Sheila I think burns bright. I think <laughs> Sheila would be like uh, eternal sunshine. Yeah. You know, she would just stay there in our mind. Yeah, that's true. You ready for next question? Yep. Okay. Diana also asks, has anyone changed your mind about a movie you have reviewed on the podcast? No. No. The answer is no. <laughs> <laughs> People have attempted to. Yeah. I think this is just me. This Don't take this as Justine's answer to. I don't necessarily want my mind changed and I don't actively ask for that. Like I understand Jerry Maguire Mm -hmm. is the perfect example for this is everybody has told us how, you know, we should love Jerry Maguire and it's not, I'm not seeking to read, like to have a redemption of Jerry Maguire and it doesn't need it. Like Mm -hmm. I think movies exist in this world that, you like them, you hate them. It it can morph over time, but I don't think we should force that on people. Yeah. So I don't, I and I don't seek that. Like I'll listen to people and I'll listen to their arguments and I may agree with them or I may disagree with them, but that's not going to change my mind on how I feel about a movie. Mm-hmm. Personally, I mean, I've definitely felt like my mind has been changed just on another viewing and viewing it in a different setting. Mm-hmm. But that's me changing my mind. That's not the p- someone changing my mind. Yeah. And I like how 
we are as a podcast and like other podcasts that I have guested on where we talk about movies is that I if I'm feeling kind of like on the edge of a decision about a movie and I talk it out with someone I mean like that's what I just do in life too is just like kind of talk it out and truly trying to uh, refine my feelings so it's not like people have like changed my mind but like talking out movies with Ashley I get her point of view and I'm like oh I didn't see it that way yeah or I'm like ah you know yeah and and I think that we all are open I mean all of us in this room aka the two of us and the dog and the dog are open to having those types of conversations and talk certain things out like we have deep-rooted opinions about certain things but we also don't eat discount one another's feelings yeah on sorry i think a perfect example of a movie we just did hedwig where like i have a completely different perspective of it than you do but we both can agree on certain things totally and so that's where i stand on it is i don't i don't actively seek for somebody to change my mind i i know people have actively (laughs) sought to change my mind yeah and i'm just like thank you but no no and, and i'm always happy if somebody has a positive experience for a movie that we didn't yeah i'm like well that's good i don't want to take that away from no, them yeah yeah i but we don't have to share that with them it's like the star right. wars thing it's like yeah. you didn't like the last jedi or whatever and you're mad about it and you're gonna remake it but that's not gonna change my experience of it right and like another example of something we did this year was notting hill yeah a lot of people love Notting Hill and I was going in it wanting to love it and I just it didn't hit me the way that it hits most people yeah Bridget Jones that's Mm -hmm. the one for me like I really wanted to like it I really wanted to like have this this movie like be a companion that it's been for so many other people and I'm just like nope yeah but yeah I'm definitely really happy that people love love that yeah Yeah. there's and that's how we approach it. Like, a lot of people don't approach it that way of, I'm going to fight you to the death yeah. to love my movie, but we don't approach it that way. And so I think that comes off when people try and change our minds where we're just like, that's great, but no. Yeah, so <laughs> people attempt to say, like, you're wrong, and we're like, eh, whatever. We don't <laughs> care. We don't care. <laughs> like, we, we know we're wrong half the time yeah. on, on things that just don't even matter. Yeah. So Whatever, it's a movie. Yeah movie thank you diana for your question yes thank you our next uh questions are from jaslyn 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 (laughs) from high expectations i like that she took that nickname that we did not think she was going to like in so much stride (laughs) (laughs) she's also a longtime uh patreon patron of us and thank you so much and friend of Lady Pod Squad. Friend of Lady Pod Squad. Oh, yeah. Diana's in Lady Pod Squad, too. Boop, 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 boop. Okay. She has her first question. As it is Pride Month, let's take a rom-com that you have watched this year. Queer. Make it queer. Pick a movie, each, and let us know which character you gender swap with what actor. Would the plot change slash improve? Thanks. But also, Katie from Thank Fucking God It's Friday asked a similar question okay in honor of pride month which female male romantic comedy would you like to see remade with lgbtqia plus characters i feel like we've sometimes we do do this yeah i feel like we've done this before (laughs) yeah something on the internet has had me thinking that i kind of want to see bring it on where the female characters get together So, yeah, there's a thing on the internet about how Bring It On is a bit queer baiting because Kirsten Dunst's character, Elijah Dushu's character, they're very close friends. And, you know, Kirsten Dunst is in love with pretty much her twin yeah. <laughs> brother. So it was just like, what if they were queer characters and found love? Well, I mean, we can ask what's his face on on the Twitters. He's very Peyton active Reed. about his his cheerleader movie. Mm-hmm. We should ask him. But it's like the same movie, except you replaced like the guy with uh, a woman. You would just take Jesse Bradford out. Yeah, yeah. He it would just he would morph into Elijah Duth's character. Yeah, but like aside from that, like a different route. Which one of these would be essentially the same exact thing, except? There's a different gender, like Notting Hill 
but it's not. Uh, it's it's George Clooney as uh, instead of Julia Roberts. Instead of Julia Roberts, yeah, that's more of like what Jaslyn's asking. Okay. Like, who would you cast in like that sort of scenario? This is just me. I really would love a uh, a coyote re- a coyote ugly remake mm-hmm. where um, Piper is replaced uh, by Chris Pine and falls in love with the Australian man. Oh my god, dude! <laughs> you just like. <laughs> i'm like i'm sorry i'm getting turned on right now just thinking of the imagery <laughs> i just envisioned so there's you wrote he, my fanfic when he was when he hosted snl mm-hmm. and they did the skit about drag race mm. and he's doing the dance and everything i just envisioned that so it's just like replace all the women characters in all these movies with chris pine yeah pretty much mm. but i think it would be it would i would love for like Chris Pine to do like a coyote ugly thing where he's dancing on the bar with the microphone, mm-hmm. getting all sexy, you know, bringing his shirt down, and it's like a gay bar, ooh, instead of just like a intense bar. It could be a drag bar. He could be like he could want to be a famous drag person and falls in love with the Australian guy. See, now people are just fishing us for ideas <laughs> to write movies. <laughs> I would love that. I would, I would, that would probably like become my favorite movie. Actually, Chris Pine in anything really does become a high up movie. Okay. So story time. Me and Sam's first date Mm -hmm. was the horrible Star Trek movie with uh, Benedict Cumberbatch and Chris Pine in it. And I think that that's like the, the foundation of our relationship that keeps us together is Chris Pine and Benedict Cumberbatch. So thank you guys. Cause Sam knew, knew what I wanted just gave it to me can i get serendipity but instead of who is that kate beckinsale is it i don't know who it is it's kate somebody right i don't know instead of the female character in serendipity can i get gail garcia bernal (gasps) making out with john cusack i don't think john cusack would ever do that but yes but in this scenario yeah i know (laughs) justine's just making her own porn that's what it's come down to at this I'm point. Like, I'm taking it to a level of cinematic greatness and Justine's over here making porn. <laughs> do we do what we do best, okay? <laughs> Next question. <laughs> Jaslyn says, what do you know about New Zealand films? I know that they're filmed in New Zealand. <laughs> um, Lord of the Rings? Um, Avatar? I think like, um, uh, like, uh, hunt for the wilder people um i haven't seen that i wanted to No, you should see it yeah like all the the play of the concords people what we do in the shadows i love what we do in the shadows i don't know of any other older ones i know ones that like are filmed there um like the piano oh right the piano was filmed there yeah the piano is so good follow-up question do you think any will show up on cutaways one day uh the answer is Yes, but not for like three or four years. Yeah. If we continue, we're we're trying. It's we try to do international films when they're available. Yeah, I know one specifically, but it's not like I said. It based on how many movies we hit per like year, it's not for a while. Well, and how many are available? Like, unfortunately, as wonderful as the United States is about media, mm-hmm. we don't always have the availability of certain films or even the knowledge of it because it's just there's already so much media here that it's hard to like dredge through everything and yeah. find the international greats we're terrible okay. we're terrible jaslyn we're sorry um educate us please yeah oh, we would love to hit some new zealand films yeah but she could guest on it yeah but they're just not there aren't any because like i said I think we've covered before that we are almost to the rise of the independence, but we're not there yet. Yeah. And when you see more independent films, you're going to see a lot more international yeah. films. Final question from Jaslyn. What do you sound like speaking in a New Zealand accent? Is a New Zealand accent? Accent. I probably sound Australian. Accent. Accent? Accent. I know I say that. What do you say in New Zealand? Oh. Like, how do you talk? That's kind of... That's like Australia. See, you're, I'm going Australian. Australian. I'm really sorry. I'm offensive. <laughs> I'm just trying to think of Flight of the Concords. <laughs> oh. Because I'm Brit. <laughs> Brit. And Jermaine. 
See, I'm doing it. I'm doing it. I'm just trying to channel somebody else's New Zealand accent. <laughs> <laughs> it's not original to I myself. mean, that's what I do to do British. I just become Emma Watson. Yeah. Accent. I can do that. That's, that's like, all you can do. You can be accent. Accent. <laughs> I just become Australian. I can't help it. <laughs> uh, thank you so much, Jaslyn, for your questions. I hope we answered them. Non-offensively. And well, <laughs> you get what you get from us. Yeah, I know. Um, we have Hannah, formerly a film roast, but uh, she's making boozy movies now. And she's also a patron on Patreon. Patreon. She would like to know. And hashtag Lady Pod Squad. Sorry, I keep going. Oh, Lady Pod Squad. Just every, just Everybody. all of them are Lady Pod Squad. Because <laughs> we love our Lady Pod Squad. Yes. Hannah wants to know, what have you learned about each other since starting your podcast? I have learned what Ashley's kinks are in the bedroom. <laughs> All the shit that gets edited out of yeah. the <laughs> Oh, did you leave in when you taught me uh, what a lap dance was? That was the okay. thing. <laughs> mm-hmm. You leave the shady shit in. That was just fucking hilarious. <laughs> And then I told people about it, and then they listened to it, and they also <laughs> thought it was hilarious. <laughs> what have I learned about you? I feel like you've learned how to curse more. Yeah. I feel like I've imparted that confidence onto you. Yeah. I get, yeah. But what have I learned about you? That I you're don't a little, know. like, They're, like angry. We were such open... <laughs> I was angry before we started the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Now I'm going to go with, like... Because <laughs> we lived together for mm-hmm. like two months, and then that was just like no walls. Yeah, so it's like I already know like what Ashley is like in the morning when you try to wake her up. <laughs> <laughs> you, had, you were so gentle. <laughs> Sam's so mean. <laughs> oh, he's the husband. I know. <laughs> I like my wife better. <laughs> okay, what have you learned about me since starting the podcast? I think I've learned more about your love of John Cusack, like how deep it goes. <laughs> I think I have too. <laughs> See, Justine's very secretive. The little dark cave of secrets. Well, no, I think I've learned like where you, where your boundaries are. Ooh. Because, I mean, we've, we both are pretty much open books to one another, but mm-hmm. I think we've also learned where our boundaries are in, in making this. Yeah. That's very important. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, yeah. What you think about Dick? <laughs> <laughs> I censor myself on the podcast. You do. I don't. I don't. And then I regret it later. And I'm like, please cut this out. <laughs> <laughs> There's so much that has been recorded that you have left out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> then we go back to us being good editors again. Yeah. <laughs> uh, okay. Okay, thank you, Hannah. That was a really good question. Our next question is from Six Degrees of Wiki. That is Nikki and Rosanna. Rosanna is also a patron. See how much we love our Patreon patrons? Yeah, we sing to them. Y'all should get on board with that. <laughs> um, also, hashtag Lady They ask, if you could dress each other one day, for one day, Choose the outfit. What outfit would you put your co-host oh, in? Oh, fuck. You know I don't know fashion. Like, okay, this is going to be the most ridiculous response that I have ever made. Mm-hmm. But I would put you in the same thing you were wearing now, but I would make it fashion. What? <laughs> would you just, like, tan France me up? Yes. <laughs> I'd make you a meme. Wow. I want to really put you in, like, a mascot, like, something big and fuzzy. <laughs> Maybe like a unicorn, but just like something like a unitard. No, like a unicorn. Oh, <laughs> no, but something just really big and fuzzy. It could just be like one of those like um onesie things. Yeah, yeah. I want you to be in something fuzzy <laughs> <laughs> because my personality is so warm and fuzzy. <laughs> would it like? It would, just... it would be hilarious. <laughs> I can just okay. <laughs> like this is how you try and soften my anger. Like this is just what you do to quell my rage. Just, no, that's what I do. Yeah, when I look at you, I just see you. And, like, 
little angry little elf, but just yeah. like in in the body onesie. of like a stuffed animal. Oh, you know? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm like the villain in Toy Story three. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> Do you want to change your answer now? <laughs> no. Okay. Aw, see? See, I was nice. I was giving you fashion. <laughs> Thank you, uh, Six Degrees of Wiki. Woo! Okay, our next question is from Lady Bitch Time, another podcast. It's Lady Pod Squad. I love this title. I knew you would. <laughs> they asked the question, do you think celebrities who clearly can't act in cameos should continue to be a thing. No. No. I, I responded back to her. This is right before we released our On the Line oh, okay. episode. Yeah, yeah. I was just like, I can't believe you asked that before. Like, <laughs> <laughs> we put out this episode where we just hated <laughs> everybody who was a celebrity cameo who couldn't act. Because right now, it's it's like Instagram people. And I knew you were going to say this. It's so bad. It's so... And when you watch like good acting all the time this is okay this is how i'm going to explain a good actor a good actor is going to do the same thing over and over and over in the same in the take but they are going to create slight differences Mm -hmm. so when i go through and i do um and set my style frames for each individual take i always typically click right in the same area where i know that the action is going to be and a good actor will have a similar action in the same spot everywhere every time i click Mm. that is the definition of a good actor that's satisfying right Mm -hmm. it's so good and when they're bad you can tell Mm -hmm. you can just tell from those minor details it's not even like you can tell that they're reading from a page or you can it's it's, you can tell that they have no idea what they're supposed to be doing pretty much people who can't act make our jobs harder yes (laughs) and we curse their names yeah because we are supposed our job is to make people look good yeah it's not just making ourselves look good it's make them look good and sometimes that requires a lot of work yes and if you're good, if you're wonderful, I mean, sometimes it's there are too many good things that you just want to include. And that, that that's, that's a, a good problem to have. A good problem. Yeah. But c- celebrity cameos are just gross to me. I didn't even like what's Ed Sheeran in Game of Thrones. I'm like, no. Oh, yeah. He was so like mm-hmm. random. Mm-hmm. It was just it felt like it's distracting. Well, it felt like he used his like hey, I'm Ed Sheeran. I want to be in Game of Thrones. Like, mm-hmm. here, let me bring my fan base with you. Like, that's what it feels like. And it's yeah, not it's a good feeling. Dirty. Yeah. You should serve the story, you know? Yeah. That's what we're here about on the cutaways. Yeah. I mean, I prefer, like, no celebrities. <laughs> Just people who are good. I mean, they could be a celebrity and, and be at, like, but it can't... It, they have to be decent at acting. Like, that's the problem, is if it's a if it's just a cameo to like bring people into the theater it's yeah. not right like i don't know or just like a random cameo of like they go out to a restaurant and there's this basketball player there it's an actual guy and he's like hey what's up and i'm just like well, this doesn't add to the story i will say though one of my favorite cameos of this year is a celebrity cameo mm. but the entire purpose of it being a celebrity was to serve a joke what was it? Uh, Brad Pitt in Deadpool. Oh, two. right. That type of stuff where it's, that's a purpose. Right. No, yeah. I just watched uh, the Netflix rom-com Set It Up, and the character of the model was played by a model, and her performance was just flat. Oh, they always are. Models are, unless they're Chrissy Teigen, models suck. <laughs> Sorry. Because they don't bring their, they're used to bringing their personality through a single image. Mm -hmm. Whereas when you're acting, you need to do it through your body language. Unless you're Tyra, then you got too much personality. (laughs) Tone it down, Tyra. Scale it back. You're looking forward to that, uh, the life size too, huh? No, I'm not. Nope. Tyra is. Stop being extra. Okay, next question. Oh, thank you, Lady Bitch Time. Yes, thank you. Next question is from Pups and Pop Culture Podcast from Lady Pod Squad. Which rom-com would be improved with the addition of a dog? All of them? All of them. <laughs> you know what? Was Ashley Ashley has actually given 
ratings to movies just for the dog. Yeah, I have. Like, uh, Return to Me. <laughs> I think you gave just, like, a star for the dog. Yeah, I did. <laughs> <laughs> so, all, all of them could have a dog. And essentially, by that theory, they would all be rated one star. Above. Higher. For yeah. Ashley. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is valid. This is a good metric that you have established here. Yeah, I think what women want could have used a dog. We would have been something nice to look at every once in a while instead of just horrible things. It would have given him somebody to talk to. Mm. It would have made sense. Yeah, you're right about that. Mm. Notting Hill would have been so much better with a dog. Yeah. Bring It On would have been cool with a dog if the dog was part of the cheerleading thing. Yeah, it could have been cool. It would have been a little too, like, air bud, but whatever. I don't remember anything about Drive Me Crazy. Oh, I remember nothing. I remember I kids li- being I re- annoying. I remember nothing about Drive Me Crazy, so I don't know if that would be good with a dog. Ooh, high fidelity. Have John Cusack talk to the dog. Oh, I love that. He's in that movie, which we'll cover eventually with a dog. Oh, Must Love Dogs. Must love the, yeah, that's our next and last John Cusack movie. Yep. Because <laughs> he stopped making rom-coms. I mean, Legally Blonde was clearly better with a dog. Yep, that had a dog in it. Princess Diaries had a cat, so I'll give it to that, too. Mm-hmm. I feel like every movie would have been better with a dog. Maybe not Hedwig, though. I feel like something bad would happen to the dog with Hedwig. Why am I not remembering someone like you? Oh, that was the cows. Oh, right. Yeah, that would have... Uh. If they compared us to dogs, I think that would have been an easier blow. (laughs) (laughs) Bridget Jones should have had a dog. Did it not? Oh, Bridget Jones definitely should have had a dog. Yeah. I feel like her emotional issues would have been so much better if she had a dog. Yeah. Her mental health needed a dog. There were dogs in America's Sweethearts. Were there? Remember the dog kept on going for Billy Crystal's crotch? Oh, right. That was weird. (laughs) Yeah. I'm like, why is this a joke? I don't like it. The poor dog. Mm, Okay, good. Good question. But yeah, essentially all of them. All of them. Yes, is the answer. Thank you, Pops and and Pop Culture. Pops and Pop Culture. We have a couple questions from our grand old friends. So I Married a Movie Geek podcast. Aw. Love them. We've been on their podcast multiple times, uh, including this year. We were both on their uh, 2000s rom-coms yeah. <laughs> fantasy movie draft, which we both lost, <laughs> which goes to show how much we know about rom-coms. How much we know and care about rom-coms. We lost. We did. <laughs> but it was fun. It was. Yeah. So they have questions. Which year three film, in hindsight, do you think you were too hard on? I don't think any of them. I kind of think on the line. Okay, I don't. <laughs> Maybe the Princess Diaries for me. Yeah, I don't know what I if I was hard on any of them. Like I feel. Like, oh, serendipity! You think I was hard on serendipity? Yes. Also, me too. I was as as I feel like when serendipity when we released that episode and everybody was like, "Oh man, I love serendipity." And I was like, "Me too," but I like rated it so low because we were coming at it from a more like I don't know is this a good movie sort of standpoint and I'm like I guess it's not but I guess I do love it you know so I think like I was harder on serendipity no I'm still angry about the cake (laughs) see this is like this goes back to the first question I don't really change I mean I'll I'll mull and I'll think about things a little bit more Mm -hmm. but yeah I don't know it's been really hard for me with movies that I have come to it the podcast already seeing already seen yeah. yeah it's a little bit harder that's why i think the the couple that i said you know where you have to like be more critical of them mm-hmm. analyze them i'm like uh there are reasons why i like it and some- i mean i might go with joe versus the volcano because like i do i did find it fun and ridiculous mm-hmm. but at the time i just wasn't in the headspace for for ridiculous at that point mm-hmm like, you know, they're just days that you just can't. Yeah. You can't even with certain you things. can't even. So maybe that, maybe I'll go with that one. Because I, uh-huh. I, I think I did rate it low. Yeah. What about Never Been Kissed? No, Never Been Kissed creeped me out this time. Okay. I think I, I was the one that still rated it higher on that one. I'm yeah. like, I love it. I know it's a thing. I was- as soon as Chris brought up the whole like 
that teacher is dating his student thing i'm like oh my god that destroys it for me yeah <laughs> and these are ones i've been watching since you know yeah. they came out i'm like oh okay second question from movie geek which year three film would you add dinosaurs to to make it more fun? Joe versus the volcano. Ooh. <laughs> yes. Maybe Amelie. Uh, yeah. But it would be like stop motion clay dinosaurs. Definitely. I think Return to Me because that movie was awful. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was the gorilla movie. Yeah. That one was just, like, so weird, and David Duchovny's acting was so, so bad. bad. So if you had, like, dinosaurs, I think it would have been, like, I have a reason to watch this movie. American Sweethearts would be another one. Like, in, uh, they would make a dinosaur movie. Like, they were making Jurassic Park. Mm, that would be really fun to have, yeah. like, John Cusack's character. Like, being terrible to dinosaurs? Yeah. Being Chris Pratt? <laughs> yes. Yeah. Maybe Bedazzled? Yeah. Bedazzled would 100% work with dinosaurs. All the other ones, it just, it's like... We would be, like, annoyed by it. Yeah. We'd be like, why why are there dinosaurs in The Best Man? <laughs> why are there dinosaurs in What men, Women Want? Like, mm -hmm. are we trying to talk about cavemen here? Like, like, fuck you. Again, I don't remember what Drive Me Crazy was about, so we can have dinosaurs <laughs> that I would remember. I'm like, oh, it was that dinosaur movie. Oh, there's school play. It could be, like, dinosaurs. Was there a school play in Drive I, Me No, Crazy? there wasn't, but like there could be a school play and it probably would have been better. I do not remember the plot of Drive Me Oh. I just remember it took forever to get to prom. It was like, it was reverse, Um, what's that movie? It was reverse, she's all that. Oh, right. That oh, it was a terrible movie. Oh, okay. Uh, one more question from So I Married a Movie Geek. Which 90s sitcom needs a feature film adaptation more? Sitcom? I don't know if I know many 90s sitcoms. You know what? I already thought about this. And I know our answer. Oh, our answer? Okay, answer for me because I have no idea. Boy Meets World. <gasps> I want it so bad. Oh, the hole in my heart that Girl Meets World left. Mm -hmm. Oh, it would, it would be so much. It would fill. Mm -hmm. They could go on a road trip. Oh! <gasps> Mm-hmm. Those were some of their best episodes with Sean. Mm-hmm. Mm. And Maya's mom. Mm. <laughs> no, they would find that they 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 are better apart. Good, good. I want Sean to find himself. Sean always yeah. needs to find himself. Yeah. I'm now I'm sad. I'm sorry. <laughs> Girl Meets World was so good. Like I know it was bad, but it was so it like made it Yeah. It filled so much it, it in did. me. <laughs> it did. It really had its moments. Yeah. There were parts where I was just like, this is bullshit. But there were other parts where I really was happy. Okay. They have to do it before Feeny dies. I'm going to petition oh. this shit. <laughs> now you've started something. Movie geek. <laughs> Justin. <laughs> Possibly Chrissy. <laughs> we're not sure who's behind these questions. Who's behind these questions? <laughs> Thank you so much for your question. Our last question is from the IMDb Journey podcast, and they have asked, which straight-up action film would be much better if it was a rom-com? But would it be an action uh, action romantic comedy? We're taking an existing action film. Okay. And probably adding a romance element to it, or taking all the, the characters and making it a rom-com. Right off the top of my head, I think, like, Die Hard. <laughs> or Terminator 2. But didn't those have romantic aspects to it? Probably. But I know, like, Terminator 2 is, like, a really good movie. I'm not sure. The whole thing of, like, would make much better if it was a rom-com. I don't think that's going to happen. <laughs> Fast and the Furious. No, I don't know. I don't know. Like, there's already romance in them. Okay. I don't know. Maybe Jurassic world something like uh what's that movie armageddon i love armageddon you're got like so-and-so needs to find a wife or something but also there's an asteroid on its way right gotta save the world like that okay 
I could accept that. He's a down on his luck newspaper <laughs> reporter. Because they always are. Yeah, this is hard for me because it's like, I really do enjoy action movies, but I enjoy them for their ridiculousness, and I don't know if I could make them better. Which movie that we've watched this year do you want an asteroid to hit? <laughs> um, What women want. What women want. <laughs> Good answer. I mean, I love when movies do like that crossover-y kind of like... This is a rom-com, but this is also an action movie. Like this it it plays nice sometimes. Other mm-hmm. times it's stupid. Yeah. So that's hard. Yeah, I feel like that's a lot more recent movies. Yeah. Like when they make the action funny. Like, like Deadpool. Deadpool. Yeah. It's <laughs> exactly what I was thinking. Like I'm like Deadpool is a rom-com. Mm-hmm. Like they made a trailer about it and everything. Like Lego Batman. Yeah, Lego Batman. Lego Batman was the best rom-com last year. 100%. (laughs) We're the experts. We have the podcast. (laughs) I have the microphone. I have a voice. (laughs) That doesn't sound like this. That's all our questions, Ashley. Really? That's all. Aw. No, I know. I kind of want more. (laughs) Oh, Next year. Or people can write into us. Yeah. What's what's our email address? Cutawayspodcast.gmail.com. Yeah. Right into us and we'll, you know. Maybe you know. we'll talk about them on air. Yeah. Or maybe we'll do like a little mini-sode. Yeah. Okay. So now is the like awards section <laughs> of we this sh- episode. We should have had Jimmy do awards music. Oh my God. It's Jimmy's birthday. <gasps> Jimmy. Jimmy, it's your birthday. Jimmy, call your mother. Call your mother. <laughs> Does Jimmy even listen to our podcast? No. The only person who's on it, like, 100% forever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. His, actually, trivia fact, his is the voice that you first hear when you turn on the podcast. Mm-hmm. That's his voice. One, I put two, that there. Three, four. He didn't know I had it, but I did. <laughs> <laughs> That's what happens when you become my best friend. <laughs> right, Ashley? <laughs> yeah, they record you. <laughs> You're like, how? And save it for blackmail. <laughs> That's what Ashley learned about me. (laughs) (laughs) She records everything. Hey, you want to start a podcast? (laughs) Oh my God, it was your idea. (laughs) All this blackmail. (laughs) That's all it was. It's three years just for blackmail. (laughs) It's all because I hated Grease too. It makes so much sense now. <laughs> you think I actually put out episodes? <laughs> oh my god. I've been trolling you for three years. <laughs> I'm your revenge marriage. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. It's really not Billy Joe. Right? It's you. <laughs> okay. Okay, dun, Ashley. Dun, 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 dun. Thanks for the awards music. Do you want to? Do you want to be surprised? I know yes. you like to be surprised. So I you're do. gonna look away. This is our year three by the numbers. This is episodes ninety one to one fifteen. We did not do a lot of movies this year. <laughs> no, this is our full year of having the biweekly release. Yes. So twenty five movies. Thank okay. Goodness. You're never gonna guess our most watched actors. <laughs> John Cusack. John Cusack. John Cusack was our most watched actor this year. We saw him in High Fidelity, Serendipity, <laughs> and America's Sweethearts. Our runners runners up, we have two. Hugh Grant. Fuck him. Who we watched in Notting Hill and Bridget Jones's Diary. And Morris Chestnut, who we saw in The Best Man and The Brothers. Whoa. Mm-hmm. Look at Morris. Mm-hmm. He just he creeped up there. <laughs> creeped on up there. Now, our most watched actress... Uh, we've got a three-way tie, okay. essentially. Is it Julia? Julia is in there. Julia Roberts, who is in Notting Hill and America's Sweethearts. Mm-hmm. And then Molly Shannon, <laughs> who is in Never Been Kissed and Serendipity. Dude, Molly, you really needed to eat that cake. Eat that cake. And lastly, Miriam Shore, who is in Hedwig and the Angry Inch and Bedazzled. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Those are our most watched actor and actress. I feel like that's going to change next year. You think? I feel like we're going to get back into the, the swing of very of actors getting typecasty mm. in rom-coms. 
Like you're going to be the rom-com actress. Mm. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, we're starting out with a Reese Witherspoon. Yeah, I feel like we're going to get like that. Yeah. Okay. So this year in our most watched director category, we actually didn't have any repeat directors within the year. We have watched some directors that we've seen them previously, Gary Marshall and Harold Ramis. Oh. Gary Marshall, of course. This year we did Princess Diaries. Diaries, and previously we did Pretty Woman. Runaway Bride. Runaway Bride, yep. And Harold Ramis this year, we did Bedazzled, and he did Groundhog Day. Mm, that's right. Mm-hmm. Our most watched editor, uh, is no surprise to me, is Garth Craven. Yeah, that doesn't surprise me at all. Go Garth. Yeah. He did Return to Me and Legally Blonde, and previously also did My Best Friend's Wedding. Mm-hmm. The, the interesting thing about this year, in difference to our previous years, is that we had a lot of different actors and directors and editors. Like, yeah, previously we have watched a lot of the same people. Mm-hmm. And as we're getting on in the years, that I don't want to say diversity, but there are just a lot more movies are being made. Things diversify. Yeah, our most watched year was two thousand one. We watched eleven movies from two thousand one. We hated every minute of it. <laughs> not a stellar. Not really. Year. I mean, there were there were some positive ones. Not all of them. Okay. Now let's get into our worst movies. The Cutaways Razzie Awards. Da 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 da. And the Woody goes to <laughs> the Woody, <laughs> the Woody Allen Award for worst films. Yes. Okay. Here are our runner-ups for worst movie coming in. At a rating of 1.75, 1999's Drive Me Crazy. Which we don't remember. <laughs> don't remember. Probably a good thing. At 1.25, 2001's Someone Like You. Don't remember it either. Also at 1.25, 2000's What Women Want. Surprising that it didn't get the, the worst. Not the worst. Another 1.25, 2000's Return to Me. Terrible movie. And... Another 1.25, 1999's Notting Hill. Those are our runner, 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 runner ups. And now we have a tie. Oh, for worst movie. Intrigue. 1999's Sexo Pudori Lagrimas and 2001's On the Line. <laughs> Valid. Both a one. <laughs> From us. So not the worst movies that we have ever watched. But pretty bad. But yeah, pretty bad. Pretty yeah. bad. Yay, worst movies. Worst movies. Okay, our best movies of the year. Runner up with a 4.2, 1999's 10 Things I Hate About You. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's right. You did rate it much lower than I did. Chrissy rated it the lowest. Oh. Mm-hmm. 4.25, 1999's But I'm a Cheerleader. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. 4.375, 2001's Amelie. That one, I believe. Mm-hmm. 4.7, 2001's Legally Blonde. It was up there. And just tight right there with the runner-ups. 4.75 2000s high fidelity and our winner by no surprise because we figured it out last episode 2001's Hedwig and the Angry Inch such a good movie only movie we've given this year both of us given fives it's a five yeah it was a good movie it's the best movie we watched this year it is it and it uh, I, I don't I think that is 100% valid yeah like I don't like Legally Blonde was really good, and all the other ones that we watch are really good, but, like, this one stands the test of time. Mm-hmm. It's that good. Yeah. Yeah, I feel like we're we're often evaluating what movies stand the test of time. Yeah. Like, and in, in, I've always said that my bar that it has to meet is, is it good or better than His Girl Friday? Mm-hmm. And if it's better, then I have to give it a five. Yeah. Yeah, Ashley, that's the only film Ashley gave a five to, which is... So surprising. She's so stingy with her fives. <laughs> because not every movie is as good as His Girl Friday. I know. I've, I've given a couple of fives this year. You have. I have. You're not as stingy. No. 
free with the love <laughs> yeah your internal like rating system is like eh, okay yeah i love it yep mine's <laughs> like fuck everything ah okay this one this one delves deep into my angry heart so what do you think of the movies that we've covered this year from the end of 1999 to the end of 2001 a lot of them were just bad yeah i know i've really given off the oh my god i hate 2001 vibe but I really hated 2001. <laughs> like, there were times where I would watch a movie and I'm just like, why is this my life? I don't know. It mm-hmm. it really was a little soul crushing. Yeah. You know, I'm really looking forward to this coming year. I think we've got some good ones. I mean, there are there are some that are potentials to be like... This is bad. <laughs> this is bad. I wanted to like this sort of thing. Yeah. But... We're going to hit through 2003. Which one are you looking forward to? Mm. Mm. I'm actually looking forward to seeing Love, actually, because I have never seen it. I have never seen it as well, but I feel like it's going to be overhyped for me. Mm. I'm actually quite excited um, to rewatch Secretary mm-hmm. and, and in this context, because it's been a while since I've seen it. And I mean, there's a lot of mo- there's there's a couple on here that I have specifically asked to be added. Yes, because this is this is right when I was hitting, you know, being a teenager yeah. and actually participating in choosing my romantic comedy movies or choosing the movies that were advertised to me. I guess is the better way of putting that. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna put the complete list on our Patreon for our patrons, so they will know what we're doing in the next year, and of course. It has the opportunity to change. It most likely won't. So, yeah, there is always the potential that it'll fluctuate. Yeah, but we th- we thought very hard about the next year. Yeah. We've, we've, we've been doing this planning. We've gotten to the point where it's like, should we, we're not going to watch every single one, but we are going to watch at least, we're, we're trying to watch more international movies. Mm-hmm. That's That's been a goal. And we're trying to not, just stick with like the the quote-unquote best Mm -hmm. we're also adding in some of our favorites and some that neither of us have ever seen oh yeah for sure so yeah there's still a lot that i haven't seen and i'm looking forward to ones that you've added to the list that i haven't seen (laughs) got lots of things already planned yeah we're good planners no you are okay (laughs) (laughs) but i i present the ideas to you yeah and i'm like yes or no yeah Though I am excited, um, one of my rom-coms is coming out on Netflix. Yes. Really soon. Talk about it. Yeah. Um, so I worked on a little little, uh, little movie that could um, last year. It's called To All the Boys I Loved Before. I'm really excited about it. I actually just got a trailer mm-hmm. that I can share on our Twitter. Um, it's- oh, yeah. People on Twitter have been sharing the trailer. Oh, they have? Yeah, I know people who are very excited about this movie. It's so cute. Um, there's, I, there's literally nothing else I can use to describe it. It's just the cutest little movie that could. I really enjoyed working with my editor, Philip, on it. And um, Susan Johnson, our director, did such a good job um, bringing out this aspect of a teenage movie and making it cute mm-hmm. again instead of they're not off-saving saving the world, you know, post-apocalyptic thing. Um, there, It's actually a teenager movie where they're in high school and they're dealing with high school issues, and it's super cute. It's the first Asian-American lead in 25 years mm. to lead a rom-com, so please support it. Please um, watch it. It's on Netflix on August 17th. The trailer is on YouTube, and uh, pretty and much And the name everywhere. of the movie is... I already said it. Okay, say it again. To all the boys I loved before. Yeah. It's based on a book. It's super cute. That's all I can say about it because it's super cute. Yay. I know it'll be smashing. Like, seriously, there are people. I, I don't want to, like, jump on your train yeah, and no. be like, I know people have worked on this. Yeah. You know, I don't want to do that. But I see them getting all hype on Twitter and I'm like, just I just give it likes. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I really, I really enjoyed um, working uh working on it it was it was a really great experience to work on something that I was really you know happy about and proud about because I don't that doesn't always happen in this industry 
No, yeah, so, totally. And something that I know our friends are going to watch. It's yes. going to be crazy. <laughs> well, congratulations, Ashley. Working it. Uh, uh, I'm so uh, tired. Uh, uh, she is so tired. That's why you always see me on the internet. Yeah. Ashley is just sleeping. <laughs> when sleeping she's, or working. When you're not hearing her recording here. That's why we record in a bed and I come over and I'm like, wake up. <laughs> this is true. Okay. Happy birthday again to Jimmy. Happy birthday to us that we've been doing this for three for years. Fucking ever. <laughs> I'm really not that okay. Yeah, I am 116 episodes. So we're 116 years old. Yeah, yes. in dog years. <laughs> Thank you to all the Patreon patrons we have and have had in the past. I know people, you know, can't support us forever, but we we appreciate your support when you can. Yeah, like it's we totally don't want anybody to feel pressured of like give me money. <laughs> That's not what we're here for. Anyway, okay, let's wrap it up. Next yep. week, we are watching Sweet Home Alabama. I've seen it once, and I didn't like it, but that was, like, in 2002. So, I loved it. I don't remember anything about it's it. It's stupid, but I love it. <laughs> That's my preface. Okay, thank you guys for this year and the previous years. Thank you guys for three years. Seriously, it's like, what? <laughs> Mind-blowing. Right? Yeah. I don't want to think about it. It's too much. We're walking. We're starting to say our first words. Oh, we're little babies. We're babies. Babies. Okay. Thanks for forever <laughs> being in our blanket fort. Yeah, thank you. Thank you for joining us here on our quest for the best rom-coms. Best rom-com battle. ba 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 Pew, pew. Okay. Okay. Bye. No reaction. My name is Tamara, and I'm a recovering woman. I've always had a passion for empowering women. I think since I got sober, that's only been heightened. I'm very open and honest about my journey through recovery, and I think it's important for our stories to get out there, starting with my own. I think a lot of people have this image of recovery and living sober as boring or mundane, and I want to change that dynamic. I want to show people there is life outside of drugs and alcohol. There is life after abuse. There is fun and adventure and so much more than being or staying stuck. Recovering Woman is a weekly podcast full of inspiration, resources, tears, and laughter. Follow the journey on Twitter at Recovering Woman.